support the work of Strike Seven Sports by heading to Fanatics.com and purchasing officially licensed gear from the NFL, the NBA, and more. Each purchase made through the text link below goes into the funding of the Strike Seven Sports brand. To proceed, go to the link StrikeSevenSports.com forward slash Fanatics. I say again, StrikeSevenSports.com forward slash Fanatics. Thank you. Yo, what's up? This is your boy Derek Brent here at StrikeSevenSports.com. This is another episode of the Strike Seven Sports Podcast. I'm joined by my co-host Brian Bader, Leo the Seabury. This is another episode of the Strike Seven Sports Podcast. So tonight we're gonna kick off our Stay of the Franchise series. And to do that, we got a special guest with us. The um we're gonna talk. He's follow he's follows the Dallas Cowboys based out of Dallas. Uh, I'd like to welcome a guy that I know uh, I respect in the industry in the podcast game. Pretty good at what he does. He is the founder and the CEO of the BS3 um, Network. Welcome. I'd like to welcome Ben Sutter III to the show. What's going on, man? Hey, what's going on? What's going on? Glad to be on. All right, man. All right, so here we go, man. We get right into it, bro. Right. So, yeah, I'm just going to recap y'all offseason. Just, you know, actually get your thoughts on it. So, in the offseason, you went out and you got um, Stefan Gilmore, the um, Pro Bowl corner from uh, Indianapolis. Traded for Brandon Cooks from the Houston, Texas, down the road. He's tagged up Tony Pollard. You know the situation with the running backs right now. Right. Signed Donovan Wilson. Resigned Leighton, Leighton Van Der Esch. Um, So, just based on everything that's going on right now, what's your overall vibe with this team? Yeah, I feel, I feel good about it. But I think most people feel good about their teams at this point in time of the year. So, uh, I'm more so looking forward to the playoffs. Like I'm, I'm not one of those fans that's saying the Cowboys going to the Super Bowl every year because it ain't happened uh, in a long time. So I'm just good right. to be real. So I, I, I love what they did. I think they, they are criticized often on not doing enough. You know, during the off season, uh, they signed a corner that they needed. They signed a wide receiver that they needed, uh, and they didn't sign Zeke because they really could have. You know, went back and thought Zeke could have. You know, pulled something out of the bag from from old years, but uh, this ain't the same Zeke no more. So don't, don't, right. don't people don't get excited just because he got a Patriots jersey on. He probably could be a goal linebacker, maybe a LeGarrette Blunt type. But, you know, I feel good <laughs> about what, what they did this offseason. Okay. Brian, you got anything to add? Um, I just was thinking, um, uh, you talking about the playoffs. What do you think, like, would be a fair – um, result for them in order to bring McCarthy back and maybe even bring Dak back, assuming he doesn't sign an extension. Yeah, uh, you got to make it to the to the conference championship game at this point, point. Uh, and you got to get past the 49ers. I think if they lose to the 49ers again uh, three years in a row, to me, it's no reason why you keep this, this coach. Uh, and that's a big reason why I think the whole Kellen Moore thing went down is because uh, the Jones family is like, look, all right, everybody blaming Kellen. Kellen's not here anymore. So what are you going to do, McCarthy? And I think that's kind of what it's coming down to. All right. What you got to see, Bear? Um, so y'all expectations are, you say, it's, it's, it's NFC Championship or bust. Yeah. Um, if McCarthy, let's say hypothetically, y'all losing the division around and then changes are made, who would you like to see in this play? Hmm, Some names. Some names. That's a good question. Um, Obviously, I would say Sean Payton, but he already got a job, so that don't count. Um, (laughs) (laughs) 
I, I would maybe go uh, kind of the the college route, uh, maybe like a, a Lincoln Riley. Or, I know he just went to, but you know, who, who, anything could happen. Uh, Harbaugh. Uh, people said that was like a lifetime contract. I think he would wig a lot of that. Um, and then maybe even, uh, you know, if the Steelers get tired of Tomlin, uh, I'd love to see Tomlin come over. Gotcha. All right. <laughs> I ain't wrong. Yeah, we were just we just talking about Lincoln. Yeah, but I'm just <laughs> imagine it, Jerry Jones and Mike Tomlin. Just that. Just I had to laugh yeah. at that. Yeah, uh, but hey. he he probably would pick another teddy bear puppet, uh, Wade Phillips uh, type guy. So so I don't know. He'll he'll if he does if he does get somebody, it's gonna be somebody that's hand picked that they can. You know, maneuver yeah. how to do it. Gotcha. Okay. Hey, right, so this, EB, oh, just real quick. I'm sorry, just real quick. What about EB? Do you think Eric B. Enemy, do you think he'd be a good fit for the Cowboys? Uh, I would say yeah. Um, I think he would be. I think the the fact that the Chiefs have been this successful, he has to have some type of hand in it. Uh and the fact that the the commanders players are complaining because it's hard. Uh, he, he obviously has some type of grit to him. Now, him being a head coach is a completely different game than him being an OC, but I think he can definitely work well with Dak uh, in, that, in that offense. Uh, they just got to find, you know, a defensive coach. And, uh, Seabury, to your point, uh, if uh, defensive coordinator, I mean, obviously he's been there for a couple years. Um, so in, in the back of his mind, he's got to be thinking, like, if something goes left, they, uh, you know, in the middle of the season, they got to give me the job. So uh, I would also put him on the list, too. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that sounds good. Um, Lincoln Riley, I mean, that's that's a name I thought Dallas should go with, you know, as well. But Sean Payton, man, I just think if, if he had to hire Sean Payton, I just think that would be Jerry, you know, Jerry Jones versus Jimmy Johnson all over again, you know, because I think right. Payton would get him to the Super Bowl. But oh, yeah. Jerry, you know, you know how that is. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I right. thought that's what they were going to try to do uh, last year. Because, I mean, he was there. Yeah. He was available. Right. It's been rumored for years. Uh, but yeah. I think when it came to pulling the trigger, I didn't think I don't think Jerry wanted to do it. He don't want to give up that control. Okay. All right, man. So, just looking at your roster, man, are there any emerging talents on this team that folks need to, like, closely watch this season? Yeah. Any new young players that you think about? I think uh, Tolbert. Uh, so Tolbert going into his second year, he was kind of like a deer in headlights last year. Uh, that's what a lot of people have said. He didn't get a lot of time on the field, but I think him getting a full offseason, I think he's going to look good. And I think, too, behind Pollard, um, you got uh, Davis, and also you got uh, – I'm going blank on the guy's name. Deuce Vaughn. But, uh, not Deuce Vaughn, but the uh, oh. it's another backup that they have. Uh, hey, I'm gonna look it up here real quick. But I think these 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 running backs are gonna be key, uh, definitely going into you know this this uh, next year. Uh, so that's uh, Rico Dow, which he he's gotcha. been available, he's been on the field, uh, but he just he can't stay healthy, and I think that's that's one of the big things. And then also be on the lookout for Mozzie Smith uh, that they drafted first round. Uh, they did it for a reason. And I think he's gonna make some noise, and they're gonna need him. You know, I think immediately. Gotcha. You got any nasty bear? 
Oh, yeah, I'm going to ask you about Deuce Vaughn. What do you think his role is going to be like as a, as a change of pace back? Like, what uh, – he reminds a lot of people, you know, he's getting that Darren Sproles comparison. Yeah. And, you know, that's the – because obviously the same schools, kind of same stature, stout, like a stout, short, stocky, short guy. You know, he has some – he's not just a small guy. He has some build to him. What 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 um expectations and what role could you see that six-round pick having with uh in terms of spelling Tony Pollard? Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely like that comparison with Sproles. I think he has the ability. Uh, I do think uh, his, his size can possibly make a difference just because when it comes to blocking, when it comes to, you know, picking up a, a linebacker or a, or a defensive end, ain't, ain't no way he could stop them. So he, he's probably got a small package, I think, of plays, but I think he could definitely have a major impact. Um, and uh, he's he's done a little bit in the preseason already. So, yeah, I think he could make a – that give him a, a package of plays, um, but I think he'll probably be probably third string, you know, probably going into the season. Gotcha. Got anything to add, Brian? Uh, the guy for me um, is Jake Ferguson, tight end. I think he's going to um, – especially with them losing Dalton Schultz, he's the guy who I think could have a big year. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And I think with, the, with this tight end kind of trio with Ferguson, Hendershot, uh, schoolmaker, if he if he gets a lot of run, but uh, Hendershot and Ferguson got run last year, uh, and they you know they made some impacts with uh, Schultz. Now obviously Schultz isn't here, but I think with those two, I mean I think you can really, you know, you can do what you need to do. They'll be serviceable. I don't see them being a uh, Kelsey type, but uh, you know you need to yeah. play. I think they can definitely make it. Yeah. All right. So second part of this question, I want to ask you. Let's just say Tony Pollard has like a, a Alva Kamara type season win. When I say that, Alva Kamara, like like peak as a Saints fan myself, Alva Kamara's like peak years was like 2018, 2019. You know, he get, you know, 600 yards receiving, 800 yards rushing, 12 rushing touchdowns, eight receiving touchdowns, 80 catches. If he had that type of year this season, if it stays healthy, does Jerry Jones, you know, open up the checkbook or it's going to be, hey, we got to tag you again? Yeah, I think they would open it up. I mean, history shows that if you prove yourself in a prove-it type season, they will most likely sign you. Uh, if you look at um, you look at Vander Esch, they were talking about cutting Vander Esch two years ago. Vander Esch had a hell of a year, and they were like, okay, let's go ahead and give him a deal. Right. So I think they, they realized, though, that the running back market is not what it used to be. So it's not going to be a Zeke type deal, but I think they would definitely offer him, you know, a contract because they know what, what he's done. And I mean, they've, they didn't use him at all up until really last year. Uh, they, they pepper right. him here and there. So he, he should have a lot, you know, left. So I think in their minds, they're probably thinking we didn't use him up like we used Zeke up. So maybe we can, you know, sign this guy. All right. You got any add to that, Brian or Seabird? In terms, like you said, the tight ends are real young. You know, they didn't bring him back. Kind of them bringing back, them not bringing Schultz back was kind of, I guess, a little bit of a surprise. And it turns out his, he didn't have as much of a market as a lot of people would have thought. Because kind of, he kind of, because him taking a one, one year deal, because a lot of people thought he was going to get, you know, get a multi year deal from somebody, right. even Dallas. And so, right. how confident are you? I know, like you said, Shoemaker, how confident is Dallas in the, in the young tight ends? Could you see them adding a veteran in the future? 
yeah, I can see it happening. Um, you know, you, you have those cuts that happen, you know, when, when uh, training camp's over with. So I could see them doing that. I think it would have to be probably a, a, a big name in order for them to do that because I think they like uh, they like Schoolmaker and they like, you know, the other two guys, Hendershot and uh, uh, and uh, don't blank on the name, but, uh, you know, the other cat that they have, yeah. Ferguson. So, you know, I, I think they, they feel pretty confident in what they have. And I, don't th- I think they would have tried better to sign Schultz if they felt, you know, nervous about it. Okay. All right, so moving right along, we'll talk about Dak now. Dak Prescott, <laughs> elephant in the room. <laughs> All right, man. So, based on these reports that have come, that are coming out that I've heard of from you know national, you know talk talk uh, radio show hosts and all that stuff, podcasts, they're saying that since you got rid of uh Kellen Moore as the OC and uh, Mike McCarthy's taking over play calling. So the reports coming out of Dallas is that he's taking over play calling and they want Dak to be like a, a ad liver at quarterback where he, you know, he's he's making the plays. He's just, you know, working with what he has, like an Aaron Rodgers, you know, the playoff script. Yeah. Do you think yeah. that he's gonna be effective in his uh, you know, reported uh approach they're gonna utilize? Uh, I think so. And and they're kind of going to like a West Coast type. Uh, offense and I think that's more so uh up Dax alley I think he's got to get the ball out faster I mean there's plenty of times we watch and he's holding the ball forever and ends up resulting in a sack or ends up resulting in an interception so uh, I, I like the approach I mean and at this point uh, just do whatever it takes man at, at this point at, at his point <laughs> in time in his career like I don't care what you do whatever the plan is just execute the plan but I think they, to some point, which also has been talked about, that they're kind of dumbing down, you know, the playbook. I don't, don't, I don't yeah. necessarily dumbing it down, but I think they're not, uh, they're not, they're making sure that it's it's in his wheelhouse because he is limited. I I, I love Dak. I think he's a person. Yeah, I think he's limited. Yeah, I, I think there there's there's a lot of plays that that you expect him to make, and sometimes he just can't make it. Right. To, so I think he's, I think he's a a above. I'm not gonna. I think he's above average. I'm not gonna say that he's great. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not gonna put him in any any conversation like that. But I think that this. I think this is gonna work out best for him. And and also it's been talked about our Kellen Moore and him around the same age. So was what, it a relationship <laughs> situation? Yeah. Where he's like, okay, you trying to tell me this, but let's do it this way. And now you got McCarthy, who's been in the game for a minute. Uh, so I think it may be it may be a better approach, a better coach player type relationship. Uh, you got see, Bear. Uh, you know, that question, question uh, you say he's above average. Do you think he's better than, than what Tony Romo? Do you think his best was up there with Tony Romo's best? Uh, I would say yeah. I mean, they got they got the same amount of uh, playoff wins, more than likely. I mean, they got they got the same amount of success. Um, I think. Dak will eventually probably break records if he continues to play. Probably surpass Tony Romo. But yeah, I think they're pretty equal. And in Dallas, they both get the equal amount of love and hate. People love Dak, people hate Dak. People love Romo and they hate him. Uh, and one, one more question to add to it. 
how confident are you all, are you that uh, Michael Gallup can step in? You know, he obviously has, has produced before, but he's coming off the ACL injury. He had the injury last year was kind of rusty for him, kind of getting his under his feet under him. Um, yeah. Will he be with, with, with um, also with the addition, as you mentioned, of Brandon Cooks, he won't have to step in and be that number three, two hour receiver. He can be number three guy. Um, right. Talking about Gallup. How come now you are you that he can get back to his a thousand yard season self his normal self because he he's really talented and kind of and it feels like he goes underrated and I know people some people may have forgotten about him because of his injury but yeah. how, how come now you that he can get back to his hundred percent self and is yeah, he back up right now Yeah, I'm definitely confident and like you said, bringing in Brandon Cooks, uh, Jalen Tober is probably going to get some runs, so he's not going to be. Uh, you know, focus in on as much. And uh, obviously the the improvements of C.D. Lamb and what he did last year. So I think he'll definitely bounce back. A lot of times the, the injury, when you come back from an injury, that, that year after you may not be as confident, which it seemed like he wasn't as confident. It seems like he was kind of tiptoeing around. And he's that deep threat uh, too. So, yeah, I think I'll, I feel confident he'll be back. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I agree on your take on Dak. Um, I think that's a really, really spot on take. The biggest thing Dak will definitely have to improve on is the turnovers. He just had way too many for them to be where they want to be. And so if he can limit that, um, I think the Cowboys will have a chance to be where they want to be. Yeah, yeah. And the one I think about the most was that pick six against Jacksonville. Uh, And I know that was a tip ball, but, I mean, at the end of the day, man – it, quarterbacks that win, they they figure out how to win. Dak has not figured out how to win in the playoffs. The regular season, they're gonna do great. Like I'm not worried at all about the regular season. Like I honestly don't care about the regular season. I know I want to see when that get that first game of the playoffs starts. What are you gonna do from there on? And so, uh, hopefully, he proves me wrong. Hopefully, he proves the haters wrong, and you know we end up going to the Super Bowl. But you know, I don't know. All right, man. Actually, just because it's stuff because there's like the, the narrative on Dak is that he can only be like functional when you have the massive old line like in 2016, the good wide receivers on the outside. You had Mark Cooper, you've had Des Bryant to a certain extent. You had um some CD Lamb right now. You had uh Cedric Wilson, the tight end. You had he retired. What his name is um Jason Witten. Yeah, Schultz. Yeah, Zeke, running backs. And everybody just say, well, that's all that's the best he can do with those weapons. So kind of, you know, I wanted to ask you that. So see what you say. So I mean it's 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 fair, man, but he gets it a lot though. Yeah, he gets he gets a lot of a lot of hate. And and the the thing is, he he plays for the Cowboys. If he plays for you know, the uh, Detroit. one of the if you play for the Browns, we probably won't even be having this conversation. So I, yeah. I think he, he, he there's a lot of pressure on him. I think he handles it uh the best uh that he can. I think he he's he's always had a decent team. Uh, I do think the uh just his abilities are somewhat limited. I don't think he can do everything. Uh, and that's not a knock on him because not every quarterback can do everything either. But I think with this implementation of this West Coast offense, I think this may be the best fit for him. Um, and hopefully there's just a good communication because they also said there was communication issues last year between him and the wide receivers, him and Keller Moore. So 
uh, they and now they bringing in Schottenheimer as well to kind of help with the offense. But uh, I think this is a to me this is a is a make and break year for this entire team, uh, and I think that's kind of where these changes came in. Okay. All right. So I got to ask you this, man, because I saw this over the weekend on social media about that and another quarterback. Do you think that Dak is not getting the grace that Lamar Jackson is getting right now? Mm. Um, I don't know. I don't know if either one of them is getting grace, depending on what, yeah. what part of the media. <laughs> uh, but I think Lamar, Lamar with the MVP, uh, that's gonna give you some. That's gonna give you some grace. Uh, Dak is what was in some MVP conversations a couple of years ago. Uh, I think that year he got injured uh, with the ankle. He was in the conversation, but I think Lamar gets more. I think uh, you know more consideration is because of that MVP type year that he had, and I think that team as a whole is probably closer, uh, coaching wise, defense wise. I think they're probably closer to winning. Then maybe the Cowboys are. And I think that's, you know, could be part of it too. Even in that division? That's a tough oh, division. Well, that's a tough division. I, I give you that. But if Lamar is healthy, which that, that's going to be yeah, obviously the biggest question mark. If he's healthy, yeah. I think they can go as far as Lamar can go. All right. What you got to add to that, LeBron? Um, I was going to say, for me, I think the expectations are the same for both of them this year. Try to get to the uh, the conference title game and ultimately the ultimate goal is to win a Super Bowl. And so um, that's the way I look at it. I think we can all agree Lamar is probably the more talented quarterback, but I don't think the gap between he and Dak is that big in my opinion. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't, I don't think it's a large gap. I do think there is a gap, but yeah, I don't think it's a large gap. What you got to see, Bear? Ultimately, look, the Cowboys, y'all to see, like, okay, like, like you said, first of all, I appreciate you as a, as a as a professional. I appreciate you taking a professional your approach as a as a Cowboys fan because a lot of Cowboys fans that they, they kind of have this. <laughs> it's it's the super. We're going to the Super Bowl. We're going to the Super Bowl. You you see it on Twitter. You see it on social sites. You have, but you may be one of the few Cowboy fans <laughs> that I've ever seen that have had like a. You know what? I got to see it to believe it. It's not a, you know, I'm not going to crown this team Super Bowl champions. And so, yet with that being said, and why you say that the, the regular season is not a big factor for you, that, would you, could you not agree that it, it may or may not sit the table for the playoffs? Because if your team, I know y'all got in last year as a wild card, obviously, and you won a game. And so, if y'all, let's just say, let's just say y'all win a division. Like, I think it does have some importance because, you Y'all winning the division, it could possibly mean y'all have a home field advantage or and going to the, like, you know, they set the, every game running through Jerry's world. So does the does the regular season may have some merit, some weight though? Yeah, yeah. I it does have some merit. I, uh, I'm mainly saying that because to me it's a given that they're gonna have a good regular season. So I'm I'm just waiting to see what what are you gonna do when it's fourth and 15 and it's in the in the divisional round like that that's that's more so those pressure moments that i'm waiting to see if that can deliver but yeah i, I agree with you it, definitely if you win the division that that does hold some weight uh, and i think that division is kind of a as of right now i think it's a two-team race it's going to be between 
you know, the Cowboys or the Eagles. Um, the other two teams, uh, you know, they had, they had a great, you know, division last year, but I think the top two teams obviously would be the Eagles and the, and the Cowboys, and they're going to be fighting, you know, every single game they play. You think the Giants gonna fall back? They can take a step back from last year. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't believe in Daniel Jones. And if somebody call him Danny Dimes, I'm like, I just, I just can't yeah. get a nickname. <laughs> he did nothing. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't see them. I don't see them taking a leap forward. Maybe they do close to the same of what they did, but I don't. I don't see them taking a you know a major jump forward though. So you don't believe in Sam Howell. In the commanders, uh, no, nah. I, I see, I gotta see it to believe it. And I, I'm a North Carolina fan, so I, I like Sam Howe. Uh, but I think that that team's gonna have a little bit, I think, of some growing pains with, um, you know, with the, the OC coming in with the enemy coming in. I do think, you know, probably halfway through the season, I, I could definitely yeah. see them making a, a, a surgence. But Sam Howe, I think, is, is definitely the right choice, but I don't see him coming right out the gate. Uh, you know, making some noise in that division. All right, man. So we're going to close it on this, man. All right. We know Philadelphia is the defending NFC East champions. They also represented the NFC in the Super Bowl last season. Didn't get it done, but they were the best team in the in the, in the conference last year. I know you say it didn't matter if you win a division or not, but how confident are you? Can't do you, or do you think that Dallas can overthrow this team? And be the top team in the in the division. It came yeah. down to uh, I'm gonna say, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna say it's a 50-50 shot because uh, I mean the Eagles didn't get worse. They they didn't no, they, they didn't decline at all. They got they got better, especially on that defensive line. So I say it's a 50-50 shot. And this division hasn't had, if I'm saying this right, I think I don't think they've had a back to back winner uh in, in a probably 10 years or so, or maybe even longer. So this is not a. It's a fifty-fifty shot. I'm, I don't. I don't feel. I'm just halfway confident, and that's just being honest. <laughs> so you think they could run a gauntlet through the? If they go to playoffs and as a wild card, you think you think they could like run a gauntlet? If they go to like, let's say, let's say San Francisco don't win the division and Seattle wins it, and they and let's just say they become the number one seed, the Saints are the two seed. You you have, there's a chance of high or high that you might have to go to two really loud places. Do you yep. think that, that could do that? Could do that in those environments. Um, Dallas is I, a different animal in the playoffs, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I hope so. Uh, I, I I think he could. Uh, I just think he it has to be uh, the right situations, and he he's just got to make the right decisions when it's when it's pressure. Not not every quarterback can do that, and I think this, I think with this offense though, it's not going to be as pressured on him. It's going to be you know that that West Coast offense that the 49ers ran. That we, we know the history of the West Coast offense, and I think that's that's more of McCarthy's uh, expertise, if you will. So I think he'll have more hands on with it. So yeah, I, I think he could definitely do it. Uh, but if they're playing away, it's going to be definitely going to be harder. And I, and I like how you put the Saints uh, in the two. Season. Yeah. What <laughs> you got, C. Bear? Oh, Dallas. Obviously, 
look, we all you all have expectations, playoff expectations, you know, that uh we're going NFC championship with boys. Who is the big aside from the Eagles, who could be the team that gives Dallas the most problems in the future? Like besides okay, we know the 49ers, they've been y'all's crippling night in the playoffs. Yeah. We know yeah. the Eagles are y'all division round. Who is the underrated team? I don't know if you may or may not have the Dallas schedule in front of you, or you know, that they could or a team that could play in the playoffs that could get them problems that you think, okay, this team will match well up with them in a potential, like a maybe a uh maybe like you said, a New Orleans or even a, like a Seattle or somebody like that. They're an underrated team that can match up with Dallas where they played them like in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Uh and honestly, I would say the Rams. Now I know the Rams aren't, you know, there's question marks and stuff like that. But that's another team that's had our number. I mean, we lost to them that year. They had C.J. Anderson as their yeah. running C.J. Mm. Anderson, like, just came off the couch and was suiting up, and we couldn't stop C.J. Anderson. So I think the Rams uh-huh. are, that, are, are that team that – another one of those teams has had our number, you know, in the past playoff years. Gotcha. What about you, Brian? What you got? Yeah, um – we forget about the Rams of after the fortunate year they had last year. But yeah, I'll take Sean McVay over Mike McCarthy any day and Matt Stafford. <laughs> um, I think he's a little better than Dak. Um, and so yeah, I definitely agree with that. You think at whoa, whoa, you think at this point in time in Stafford's career? I don't know um, if I can go there. He's ma- maybe he can prove it. I mean, and when I say a little better, look, if Dak can um if he goes on a run and, and he can consume you for maybe the next year or two, then yeah. But when they both peak, give me Stafford over Dak. <laughs> so that's the yeah, one. Stafford won a Super Bowl, so. Yeah. I mean. So you don't think Detroit could give you all any issues? Like Minnesota or somebody like that? Yeah. Uh, I, I think I think Detroit could. Uh, I don't think yeah. Minnesota can. The way, the way we dusted them last year. Oh yeah, yeah I forgot about that. The way yeah. I I don't see that I don't see that happen. But I do think Detroit and Detroit's on the ride. People don't talk about them enough, and I think that's the way they want it. And I think Campbell is uh is is gonna be a a great coach for them. Okay. Uh, already is a great coach the way what he's done. Yeah, yeah, that's true. All right, we'll close it out on this, you know. Um let the folks know where they can find you at on social media, you know, yeah, your outlet. Yeah, definitely. So uh, BS3 Network, all avenues of social media. Uh, if you go to bs3network.com, there's our audio podcast there. We got a YouTube channel and we have a Roku channel. You go to BS3 TV Live if you got a Roku TV or device. Uh, we got all types of content on there sports, uh, movie reviews, society and culture, whatever the hot topic is. One of the shows is going to be talking about it. Really? Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely check us out there. I appreciate it. All right. All right. Thanks for having uh, Thanks for coming on tonight, man. Really appreciate it. All right, so we have for y'all for right now. Give us a like, comment, subscribe to the channel. Let us know your fear. Listen to this through Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Odyssey, leave a review, five steps to five stars. Let us know your fear for the topics we talked about tonight. Also, check out strikesevensports.com for latest content on NFL, the NBA, and much more. Have a blessed night. Peace. We out.